that, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people, and I've played some, too. And there's one thing I know. People like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where at, baby? How y'all making this evening? Thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast Podcast. Well, I'm talking out my ass with Jefferson Parish Councilman uh, Dino Bonanno who, by the way, has held just about every gig you can in Jefferson Parish. Uh, cop, firefighter, uh, aide, uh, I don't know, everything except dog catcher. And he uh, was at the press conference today about how Jefferson Parish is prepping for hurricane season. So uh, since they're prepping, why don't you prep too? Talking out my ass with Dino Banana right after this. Hey, guess what? The pandemic's finally winding down. Looks like you might get to go on a little vacay, but where are you going to go? I got an idea. Go fishing. Get yourself a licensed and insured fishing guide at lasaltwater.com. They got a guide for everything and every place. Inshore fishing, offshore fishing, fly fishing, kayak fishing, bow fishing, you name it fishing. At lasaltwater.com, there's pictures and videos of all the happy fishermen and women and kids. And don't be the one that got away. Go to lasaltwater.com and book your charter today. Uh-oh, that doesn't sound too good. You better start filling sandbags. Oh, wait, you don't have to do that anymore because you have the home team advantage. You called Home Team Elevation at 504-301-1222, and you got your home lifted above the flood. No more worries for you. What about your mama's house or your uncles or your brothers? Home Team is ready to lift their spirits even higher than your home. Get the Home Team Advantage by calling 504-301-1222 or go to hometeamelevation.com. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish coffee, and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake, or you name it, Parish coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market. Or order it online. Have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish coffee. Okay, so I'm talking to uh, Dino Banana who, let's see, uh, aside from a school teacher, what gig have you not held in Jefferson Parish? You haven't been the dog catcher, but you had, what, you've been a fireman, you've been a scoutmaster, you've been a cop. You were head of Homeland yep. Security. Uh, you I were, was a department a, head. I was a deputy chief administrative officer. I was a council aide. So over my 32-year career, now 33, I spent time in just about every location in this parish. And now you sunk to a new low by running for office and winning a seat. Oh, Dino. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, <laughs> you know, I felt like before I said my final goodbyes, I needed to spend some time using all the experience I gathered to try to make this parish a better place. I tell you what, bro, if anybody was qualified to sit in a seat and make decisions, it's you. I mean, you have been, it's like, it's like the experience that you have, it's like everybody who's ever had like a big business that they built up and they want to hand it over to their son. That's what you're looking for. Somebody who started at the bottom knows everybody else's gig nobody can come to oh man i can't do that bullshit i did it you can do it yep. you know so absolutely i graduated from college came straight to work for jefferson Parish, and it's the only full-time job i've had in my entire adult life well so, yeah i started at the bottom and worked my way up and you did a good job and we're all very happy to have you so there we go 
Thank you. Thank let's, you, let, Thank you. All right. Well, first off, let's see. Um, you guys had a press conference today about hurricane right. preparedness, which is something we do. I mean, when I was on the radio, I always did a get out of Dodge show. Uh, and I'd have different people on talking about different things, you know, packing a packing a get out of Dodge badge or a bag or a where where to run to and that kind of such. Um, I got a I got a generator and I got a right. stock of food and I got a shotgun. So, frankly, I don't run from storms much anymore. Uh, when the kids were little, my wife always took them out of town, but they're all pretty much grown now. So we don't run. But there's a lot of people out there who don't know to run or don't know to stay or don't pay enough attention to make a decision either way. So what's the first thing you're going to tell somebody out there who is just sitting around going, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know? Well, even if you have a generator, people need to know and understand that our levy system is built to a Category 3. So what does that mean? So that means if a Category 4 storm with its winds and storm surge approaches from the right direction, which is a hurricane-type Katrina-type storm where it comes in out of the southeast, it shoves all that water either up into Lake Pontchartrain or passes lower down by Grand Isle, shoves all that water up to Barrataria Bay, there is a possibility of those levees being overtopped. So what good does that do if you have a generator if you're sitting in the water? So True. that's why we tell people to be careful and not to be overconfident just because you have a generator. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not overconfident. I mean, I'm... I have a uh, I have a get out of Dodge plan. I got I grew up in Gonzales. I got family there. I got family in Port Vincent. I got family in Baton Rouge. I got places I can go. But if it's you know it's going to have to be a three or better before we even think about leaving. Plus I'm in a raised well, sure. house and I live on Mary Ridge. But the fact right. of the matter is I've seen enough nonsense on the radio talking about this kind of stuff where there's a whole lot of people out there who you know every year there's some kind of like a poll. Of people saying they're not going to leave no matter what. And I'm going, Dino, I mean, you're a public servant. You have been your entire adult life. How the hell do you approach some of these folks? So I find that every year we get further away from Katrina, people's memory gets less and less of those horrible days. So I tell people all the time, you know, you don't have a generator. You can be sitting in flood water. You got kids. How are you going to feed those kids and protect those kids if you don't have air conditioning and you don't have the basic amenities of life. Realize, though, in Katrina, we lost sewage and water. Yeah. So all of those things have to be taken into consideration. Is your life worth you sitting here staying at home because you want to protect your property? So we tell the same thing to everybody, whether you're a government, a business, or an individual homeowner. You have to have a, a plan. You have to know where you're going to go and what you do. More importantly, I'd like to talk about business. Business is having a plan to continue to operate from another location because that's a big lesson we learned in Katrina. And I'll use an example. Our garbage collection contractor at the time was Waste Management. And Waste Management is not only one of the largest garbage companies in the United States, but in the world. And they had no plan. They sent all their trucks out to a big parking lot. They had New Orleans East. Well, you know what happened there? It flooded. Worse. They didn't have a generator for their building. So they couldn't come back. They didn't have a a point of contact for all the employees to call after the storm from wherever they evacuated and said, hey, when do you need me to come back? Where do I need to report? What what do I need? Food? What kind of safety equipment I need? None of that. So consequently, for several months after the storm, we had no garbage collection because our company had no plan and they couldn't even find their employees, quite frankly. So you tell there are, it's called continuity of operations plan, a coup plan. Business need to sit down and figure all that out. How are you going to pay your bills from an alternative location if you can't, don't have your computers with all your hard drive information? And how are you going to process invoices? How are you going to pay your employees? All of those things have to be taken into consideration when you do your plan. And you can't do that 24 hours before a hurricane. No, that's the whole point of it too. It's like 
Right. Everybody who's sitting there planning, going, "Oh well, I, I better, I better go get some batteries or some candles or something when right. the storm is in the Gulf." Or then you're calling up, going, right. "Can I get, can I get flood insurance?" Not if there's a storm in the Gulf, you can't. And even then, no. when you buy it, you still gotta have. It's still gonna be quiet for thirty days. That's a lot of people don't yep. understand that either. Well, we tell homeowners, go get you some of those plastic totes. You can get them at Walmart or wherever. Pack away your valuable paperwork, your insurance papers, any valuable documents you can't replace, like you know your birth certificate, wedding certificate, family pictures, heirlooms. Get ready to pack all. I'd pack all your documents in it now and just yeah. put your pictures in it before we got, you leave. We got that. We got to have, all, have yeah. all that ready to roll. We got a plastic yep. box and everything. Everything is in it, like passports and birth certificates. All mm-hmm. that stuff is in one box. All of that important, irreplaceable documents. Yep. And then I also tell people all the time, don't forget about your hard drives. Unplug your hard drives, put them in a plastic bag, take them with you too. So we have, if you go to Paris' website, we have a checklist for you. You got to think about your medicines, what medicines you need to bring. Not all that, but think about your elderly res- elderly family members. A lot of people have elderly parents who can't evacuate on all. You need to have a plan for them to bring them with you. Don't leave them here because a lot of people did that after Katrina. Yeah. And we ended up pulling a lot of elderly people out of their houses and rescue them when they were sitting at home with no water, sewage, or electricity, and it wasn't pretty. No, and I, a lot of people don't. Like, I'm, I'm going to be talking to uh, somebody SPCA next week about evacu- evacuating your animals, and it's like, you know, you hear these stories, oh, you don't love your dog. I made a comment one right. time that I was not going to run into my burning house and save my dog. I'd come after right. my kids, but if I can scoop the dog up, okay. And they're going, oh, right. you don't love your dog. But they got a Corolla, like a little Toyota Corolla, and four Great right. Danes. I'm going, how in the hell do you expect to get out of here in a storm with that right. little car and them big horses, you know? So it's yep. all relative. But well, just, well state, the law now requires you to evacuate your dog, so it's a crime if you don't evacuate your pets. Oh, well, yeah, but people so, are still trying to pawn them off on uh, on veterinarians, and I know they're all mm-hmm. sitting there going, no, uh not going to do nope. it. Wouldn't be no, prudent. you're right. Nope. Yeah. So there yep. you go. Well, I mean, and, and I mean, have people tried? What what is what is the uh, what does the animal shelter do? Do people try to drop them off there? So we evacuate. All, yeah, they do. We evacuate all our animals from our shelters to a location we have pre-planned in North Louisiana with a house. And if people need assistance evacuating their animals, they have to evacuate with them. But we have a publicly assisted evacuation plan that the state sends buses down to Jefferson Parish. We also have cages, you know, crates, kennels and all, where we place the animals. And the pet and the owner ends up at the same shelter, adjacent to each other, mm-hmm. so that they can actually walk and take care of their own pet. So that's all in the plan as well. So those individuals who may be indigent or elderly and don't have any family members and don't have a way to evacuate, that's not an excuse because we have this evacuation system where you get on the bus, we take you to the evacuation center, we process you and put you on a bus to a safe shelter. So that's all built into the plan. That's announced about 60 hours in advance of a, a evacuation, a storm, a category three or greater. Yeah. We announce that every bus runs to the evacuation shelters. Every bus, that's all they go to. And, and there's the th- no excuse not to evacuate. And there's no excuse not to know about all this stuff because every library has Correct. computers. And if you don't have one and you don't even know how to operate one, you can go to any public library in Jefferson That's Parish. Right. Even if you don't have a library card, you tell them what you want to do. Right. They'll sit down with you and show you how to do it. But that's what the bottom line is, though. You have to do it. That's one thing we mm-hmm. talked about. He said, you know what? If you have to, take some money, put it in an envelope and hide it in the, in the kitchen cabinet and that's your bus ticket out of Dodge. Unless you want to go right. where the state's going to send you where you don't have any say-so. If you want say-so where you're going, then a couple of days before uh, ContraFlow, you need to buy a bus ticket right. and go where you want. But that's yeah, all part of your where own you're personal going now, Because there's not going to be any hotel rooms available if you wait to the last minute. Oh, there ain't going to be hardly none available. And that's something else, too. Mm-hmm. 
people book seven or eight hotel rooms, and it's like, come on, man, right. even I don't do that, you know. Right. But that's, Absolutely. you know, anyway. So uh, I'm going to step away for a second, and when we come back, we'll talk about where we're at right now, like all these things you talk okay. about, all that Absolutely. kind of stuff. Well, you just told us about waste management, not being prepared for yep. Katrina. So we'll talk about right. where were we in Katrina, because you were here working for the parish. Yep. Where were we yep. then? How far have we come to now? And how far do you think forward do we need to go? What are some of the plans that you would like to see implemented? Talking to Dino Bonanno here on the Spudcast, talking out my ass. Could be back right after this. Getting older and feeling your age, low energy, no motivation, putting on the pounds. Maybe age isn't the culprit. Maybe the sad truth is you have low testosterone. Well, don't sit around and mope. Go to the Mope Clinic at the Men's Optimal Performance Enhancement Clinic. Chris Rue will do more than just fling a blue pill at you. With proper testing, diagnosis, and testosterone replacement therapy, you'll be on your way to becoming your old self again, or better yet, your new self again. Go to mopeclinic.com, M-O-P-E clinic.com, or call 504-322-3888 to start your journey to a better, stronger, healthier you. Bud here. Do your breakers keep breaking? Do you see a spark when you plug in your hairdryer? If you do, I want you to remember one thing. 947-3392. That's Eugene Lawrence's number at E1 Electric. Let's face it, you don't know nothing about electricity, but Eugene does. A licensed and insured electrical contractor, over 25 years experience, him and his crew can do anything for you, from hanging a ceiling fan to rewiring an apartment complex. So before you hear this, you better hear this. Thanks for calling E1 Electric. How can we help you? E1 Electric, 504-947-3392. Are you ready to launch? The American Space Alliance wants to accelerate and support space exploration for the benefit of all Americans, and not just for national pride. You know how many products are created by and for NASA that we use every day? Scratch-resistant lenses, dust busters, LASIK eye surgery, solar cells, firefighting equipment, LEDs, insulin pumps, the list just keeps on growing. And it needs to keep on growing because the next generation of space exploration has arrived and the American Space Alliance and NASA want you to be involved. You can follow ASA on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Go to exploreasa.org to find out more. And we're back talking with Dino Banana, who is the councilman of District 2, which, by the way, I've made enough commentary just about a, a, a river like the Mississippi being enough to split states in half, parishes in half, you know, but you got you're on both sides of the river with District Two, man. You you ain't got a you ain't put a lot like a million miles on your car yet, or what? Oh, absolutely. My district is sixty percent East Bank and forty percent West Bank, so I'm back and forth every day, all day. In fact, I've been back and forth across the river several times today. Well, yeah, you had that press I conference. Up for, so I'm going to do it. Yeah, that press conference. So that was at the uh, EOC, which I I actually rode right. out a storm over there. Yeah, y'all used to be in that big. That big uh, industrial furnace they, building, and then y'all finally yep, built one. Yeah, it was one. the old garbage incinerator. Yeah. Old garbage incinerator, yep. What's it, what they doing with that now? That is used as an office now for our streets engineers, our engineering department for the streets department, actually our house there. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, the new one, though, is yep. nice, especially all those bunk beds and everything. You know, and, and, and then, like, uh, the radio, there's a radio station in there in case something well, goes wrong. Well, that is a post-Katrina lesson learned item. So we were getting ready to start the design process on that new building when Katrina hit. So I was able to take advantage of all the lessons learned during Katrina and build a building to address those. So, so how, we're how, very did, fortunate. how did they change? How did, how did the designs change from what was going to be built to what Katrina taught right. you? So first of all, you know, no one saw it that you would lose water and sewage. So in a hurricane, because they're underground, right? Yeah. Well, we did. So in the new building, 
on the bottom floor underneath the building is a huge sewage storage tank, so we can flush toilets. And then up on the roof are potable water tanks that are constantly, the water going into the building circulates through those tanks before it goes into the building, so you always have fresh water going through it. So that we have, for seven days, we have capability to have drinking water and to be able to flush our toilets for a period of seven days following the storm. We have a generator at our old DOC, but just one. And it failed at one point in time after the storm, and so we didn't have power. So the new EOC has two generators of equal size. So if one fails, the other one kicks on. And so we built basically backups and duplicates for everything. Same thing for our radio systems and our communications. We have backups for everything we do now because you got to expect the unexpected. What are those generators powered, though? Diesel or you go natural gas? Diesel. So you got big diesel tanks up there running them, too. And here's why. Because you can't truck in natural gas. So natural gas was lost in many areas of the parish, too, because of the same reason. When trees blow over, if their roots are wrapped around gas lines, they pull the gas lines up just like they do water and sewage. So you can't rely on an underground system to provide you with your fuel. We can truck in diesel all day long, but it may not be easy to get gas if the lines are broken. Well, that's true, unless you, your streets are still flooded. But after seven, well, I don't know, seven days, my, my neighborhood was floated for 10 days before I could get in. Right. You know, so yep. you really don't know where it's coming from. But if you got two generators and enough diesel to run both of them, you're going to be, you'll be up there for a while. You're good to go. So. Oh, yeah, we, that's the plan. We can always bring it in by helicopter if we need to. And also, uh, I mean, like I said, those bunk rooms that you had, the, the bedrooms, and I stole yep. a mattress and slept in the radio station. But, you know, I mean, how many people can you house in there, like, full time? So we're able to, we have two shifts, two 12-hour shifts, so an entire shift can sleep while the other shift is working. And how many is the so shift? So as you saw, uh, there's about 30 people on a shift. Okay. Because everybody else is out. I mean, look, I, I went out and about. I went with a couple of, cause you know Eric Skermat, I rode out with him a couple of times. I rode mm-hmm. out with uh, a couple of sheriff's deputies and such, just having a look-see around. I couldn't, I couldn't stray too far from the station because we were the backup. If something had gone wrong right. with the original station, then we were going to be live on the air. So it was me and an engineer there right. the whole time. And it was kind of like, dude, I want to go see some action, you know. But yep. uh, actually, no, I was considerably happy just uh, snoozing out all day. Uh, what else What else uh, has changed since then? I mean, you talk about this evacuation, like it's now against the law for you to leave your pets. Why is it right. against the law for you to leave your elderly, you know? Well, it would be if you left them and you knew that they were in danger absolutely but a pet can't talk to you like an adult again so that's some differences there um what people need to know too is all of our pump stations now contain all of our man pump stations include a safe this safe room was 25 30 foot in the air it's solid concrete built to withstand 259 mile winds and we have cooked all the pump stations controls to a computer system in the safe room so the operators can sit in the safe room and actually operate the pump stations until such time debris builds up on the screens and you can't pump water anymore. But they still can put them in idle, which would prevent backwash. But that's going to really minimize the amount of time that our pumps aren't running. And so, and, and that, we've done that throughout the parish. We have safe rooms for all our employees. No matter what department they are, if they stay here, they're in a hurricane-proof building. And how, and how many pumps actually do we have, and have we grown any since uh, since Katrina? So we've grown substantially, but we talk about pump stations. You have um, probably six on the east bank and another six or seven on the west bank. That's the manned pump stations. Now, there are dozens of unmanned pump stations throughout this parish. Yeah, but they're they run on automatically. Yeah, they're they're run by yeah. they're run by the manned pump stations. 
Uh, they can be, but most, you know, we call them neighborhood pumps. So, like, if you drive down West Meadow, you'll see pumps all up and down the canal bank. Those are automatic. They kick on when the water reaches a certain level. They have a float switch, for lack of a better word. Yeah, and just send it off, right. and that's where it goes. Yep. And what about Correct. pumping? Uh, so, finally, the Hoey's Basin thing finally happened, right? So, so it's not just everything getting pumped into canals and then pumped to the uh, to the to Lake Pontchartrain. I mean, there is some stuff going over the levees into the river. Absolutely. Yeah, we have we have. It's not the Hoey's. So you have the pump to the river, which is in Elmwood, that pumps water from Harahan and River Ridge directly from that area into the river so it doesn't have to flow all the way north to Lake Pontchartrain. And on the West Bank, you know, we, a new plan since Katrina is we used to have to, we had purchased what we call flood tubes. It's big, long tubes. You fill with water and you stack them on each other to build a, very quickly build a levee. Mm-hmm. We used to have to build that levee along the Harvey Canal because those levees there are only three foot high. Well, we don't have to do that anymore because we got with the Corps of Engineers put a flood wall at the end of the Harvey Canal where it meets Bayou Barataria and pumps. So when a hurricane threatens us, we close that gate. Water from the hurricane can't get up the Harvey Canal anymore, and we can pump rainwater out of the Harvey Canal over that gate into Bayou Barataria. Okay. So there's a whole host of new developments since Katrina that were put into our system to make it more resilient and more hurricane safe. Yeah. And yet, you know, you still got to pay attention. I, I didn't pay attention with that big rains around Mother's Day, I got two two small cars from my kids, you know, and both of them flooded. My son's Jeep what? almost flooded. We had 15 inches of water in my street, man. Yeah. So I got I got water well, well in the foot wells on my two little cars. So uh, it's a constant education process for us, bud, to tell people, listen, our pump system is designed to handle one inch an hour the first hour and a half an inch an hour every hour afterwards. So if you have three and four inches an hour, the water's going to back up in the, in the streets and actually – we use the streets as part of our um, reservoir system, so it's a part of our storage. Our goal is to keep it out of your house and out of your car. So if you have more than an inch in the rain of hour, the likelihood of water building up in your street is pretty yeah. good. I just wasn't expecting. I mean, we we would have pulled them off off the street. I just wasn't expecting that much water. Right. I've done no, it I don't think anybody was. Yeah. No. Well, all right. Now, what have you done? Well, Lake Charles had nine inches. If we had nine inches of rain here, we would have had substantial flooding issues as well. Oh yeah. Oh, see, my my son's Jeep would have. I don't think my pickup would have. But oh. my son's Jeep Liberty would have flooded. What are we doing, people-wise now? What what laws are different? Like you talked about. Okay, you have to evacuate with your pets. You can't dump them. Uh, um. So you know, we wrote a law afterwards. Um. That it's a what we call a mandatory evacuation law, and it says once a mandatory evacuation goes into place, the parish can't force you to leave, but the law requires the parish president to establish a curfew period. And once that curfew goes into effect, you're not required to evacuate, but you can't leave your property either. You're subject to arrest if you leave your property. And more importantly, you have to know that if you got 100-mile-an-hour winds and you all of a sudden decide you want to be rescued, we're not going to get a firefighter or policeman killed coming to your aid because you made the conscious decision not to evacuate. And that law is in place now. It wasn't in place on Katrina. Yeah, and I, so I know. You what, can stay, but you, you can't leave. Well, we talked about that back uh, during Katrina before and after. Right. And thing. If they make a mandatory evacuation, no, nobody can force you to leave, but you're on your own. And, I mean, that. Right. but before that was just understood. So now it's a law. Yeah, it's it just understood. Now it's law. It is absolutely law, yeah. So if you don't want to so get when out. When, when, right. when sustained winds hit 50 miles an hour, all emergency response ceases. Well, I know that the phone line and the uh, uh, energy guys is thirty-five, and I mean it's gusting Correct. at thirty-five. They're they're not going up on their poles. Right. One last right, thing. They're not going on the pole. Now, one last thing, and I, I'm gonna let you go because you're busy. 
Uh, one last thing is after Katrina, when they were trying to restore all kinds of uh, all kinds of things, they had people coming out and like when the, the, the cable man would show up, like people would call up, okay, my cable's out, and they put you on a list uh, as you call in to fix stuff. They had people coming out of their houses and laying down in front and behind and not allowing service trucks to leave until the people went in there and fixed their stuff. Um, yep. Is, is there some is there some way you can fix that, or are people just gonna have to go wait your turn, or you're a nut job, get out of the so street? So here's what happens with utilities. So electricity, let's use an example. They prioritize. So if we fix this one pool and we can restore service to 500 people, they're gonna fix that pool purse until they fix a pool that only has five people on it. If that makes sense. So yeah, it makes sense they prioritize the biggest bang for the buck, and that's what they all do. Now when you get down to the end. There are individual situations where it's just one or two houses affected, one or two houses without cable, one or two houses without phone. And unfortunately, they just have to be patient until they, they whittle down the problem to that layer. So we only get to that issue where there's only one or two outages. But what do you do to somebody who lays in front of your truck? A guy call the cops? Or they gotta, well, the police are going to come. Yep, that's what's going to happen. Okay. Like the cops the have got nothing else come. to do. So. Right, exactly. Anyway. Yep. Dino, yeah. I, I appreciate it. Congratulations on your on your uh, election to District Two, and and thanks for all the work that you've done for us. And Absolutely. how can uh, people find out more about uh, getting out of Dodge and everything else? Where are you going to send them? So um, you can go to the Jefferson Parish website, www.jeffparish.net, not Jefferson, jeffparish.net, and then there's a list of departments. Go to the Emergency Management Department, and you will find all the hurricane information information you need on that site. There it is, jeffparish.net, emergency situations. And emergency management, yep, emergency management. Yep. You demand. Thanks, Dino. I appreciate yep. you taking the All time. right, thank you, Spud, as always. See Take you. care. All right, wrapping up the Spudcast right after this. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, and that means hurricanes and heat. So how are you going to handle it this year? How about with a brand new whole house generator and an upgraded AC system from Serentine Refrigeration? My power went out during Hurricane Zeta for 10 whole seconds. Then my Serentine service generator kicked in. We were even able to run extension cords to the neighbor. And Serentine will keep your AC running smooth and cool even in the dead of August. Call Serentine today, 504-833-8831. 833-8831, tell them Spud sent you. Well, it finally looks like we're going to be spared the COVID lockdown this summer. Of course, there's other medical needs besides a big cootie, sprains, breaks, stitches, pink eye, bug bites, sunburn. Some of these can be diagnosed and treated over the phone with telemed. But whatever your malady, Rapid Urgent Care is open 365, even on holidays, ready to treat you quickly and professionally. Whether you're on the North Shore or the South Shore, summertime bobos don't stand a chance at Rapid Urgent Care. Just go to rapidurgentcare.com for the address and number of the clinic nearest you. Okay, Dino Banana, man knows a few things. You should listen up. Get ready for hurricane season because it's here. It's already had two invests, what do they call them? Anyway, uh, thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast Podcast. You can follow me on Red Circle and Spotify and Google Podcasts and uh, Public Radio and Amazon Music and Stitcher. And I'm on Twitter at SpudGotDat. I'm also on Facebook pages, Spud's Friends and Fans, John McConnell and the Big TZ. And starting next week, you'll be able to find me on the Speakeasy, which is an app. Just go to your uh, favorite app purchasing place and uh, find the Speakeasy. If you'd like to sponsor the Spudcast or if you uh, want to have an email directly to you, contact me at thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. Thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. In the meantime, y'all be safe. See you next week, but I'm a gone pecan.